I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, Soul Lights. How's it going? Good to see you guys here. You're going to hear me getting my coffee, my uh, decaf latte. How is everyone doing? It's really good to connect with all of you. I feel like it's been a long time, maybe just because I've been doing so much uh, in between our connecting weekly. Want to know how everyone's week is going, how's been, how was your Thanksgiving, giving thanks holiday? Um, I know sometimes people are like, oh, we don't want to celebrate that because it's, I think it's a good reminder. We can always transmute the energy of the origins of something to, you know, to make it something um, sacred, right? All is sacred. Um, if you are new to this uh, podcast, welcome. I'm Michelle. It's great to have you here. Uh, get your tea, get your coffee, get your beverage, snackies, unless you're on the go listening. If you want to listen by phone, that number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122, and press 1 on the keypad. Hi, everyone in the chat. Good to see you. Uh, let's see. In the chat, I want to say hello to everybody there. Good to see everyone. Yeah, three four seven five three nine five one two two, and press one on your keypad if you have a question, a comment, you want a reading, just want to say hi, whatever, whatever. Um, oh, I also want to let everyone know because I know some of you do uh, connect with me on Instagram. If you are on Instagram, uh, following me, there has been a fake account. So if you get some, a friend of mine, um, thank goodness, had sent me a uh, direct message of the account. It, so it's Michelle, but they put two I's in the first name, two I's in my last name. And then they had another account with one I in the first name, as it is, as I spell it, and two I's in the last name. Okay, so get that. Oh, so I may have to get one of those check marks. Oh, it's just a stupid expense for the, you know, you would think, but I guess because Twitter or X did it, it's making money off of it. Uh, Meta slash Facebook, which owns Instagram, I guess uh, Zuckerberg is like, oh, we could make money off of this. I mean, I would just think out of the integrity of their 
business, they would offer it to people that, um, you know, I mean, I have a lot of subscribers or whatever, followers, not, not that much, but due to the nature of what I do and some of my <clears throat> posts and reels get into the, you know, thousands and thousands. Um, so maybe that's why, I don't know. But so if you, anybody, I will, I will never reach out to you. Uh, I don't even do it with my friends to say, hey, your aura is muddy or something. And I would never say, hey, love, would you like a reading? That just So you guys use your common sense. And I say that because I had a friend of mine, an acquaintance friend, who last time this happened nearly got fooled. She was thinking of getting a reading with me. And then this popped in. She's like, oh, my God, synchronicity. And for some reason, she'd also texted me. And I said, of course I'm not going to do that. That's not me. And um, so you just want to just be aware when people come with these, I've got a message for you, spirits talking to me. Um, Although it's funny with clients and with family and friends, I do get those kinds of messages. But I, I'm not going to put in their DM. I'm going to be talking to them and say, you know, uh, like in our dream course, um, we're doing dreams. It's not all dreams, guys. I know a lot of people didn't sign up because they're like, oh, I never remember my dreams. But I teach a way that you can learn to remember your dreams. But also, if you don't remember your dreams, whatever messages you're getting in your waking state is also in the dream state. It's very simple. No matter how complicated our dreams seem and how elaborate, for those that remember, it's one common theme and, you know, one dominant feeling or emotion. So anyway, so you learn. But anyway, what's happening now is we're all in each other's dreams. (laughs) And I had a dream. I had a dream. And then uh, I was talking to one of the participants in the course, and she was saying, oh, I dreamt of this bear and, and something about that. And I'm like, oh, my God, because she was full on in my dream, and I had a dream with a bear, and I was at this house, and I didn't know who's, what the house was. I was going there for a workshop to teach, and all the class was there, the participants. And on the side of the house was a pool, and she's like, oh, my God, on the side of my house, there's a pool. Now, this is fun, but it's also going to be very kind of cool, but also needed and necessary in the upcoming changes because this teaches you to be to get the messages, whether you want to call dream state or waking state, they're really one state. It's just we're in a different state. <laughs> How do you like that? Uh, but also to get messages to each other and to also learn to be more telepathic. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Healer medium in the chat's going. Scammers use deer a lot. Yeah. Uh, scammers are going to scam. I fail to believe they have a way of identifying scammers. No, they don't, Healer medium, because you have to report it, and then they go to the account, and then they compare accounts. And, I mean, this account has, like, no followers and, like, nine posts. Um, but some people, you know, do get fooled, unfortunately, you know, or click on something and then they've bought something. Um, yeah, they do use deer. What would you like, deer? Would you like a reading deer? <laughs> I know, it's funny. 
Uh, Laura, I did report. My friend reported the uh, fake account, and I did as well. It's um, it takes a while because you know the other thing is I'm sure it's a lot of automation with these you know social media platforms, and so they don't know is this just another person that that has a similar name or the same name but spelled differently. See, that's a possibility. So yeah, but anyway, just wanted to give you guys a head up. Um, and you know, so that you, um, yeah, it, it it helps me, it helps you, you know. So if you get that, just always report, and um, and then they they go away, you know. Especially if nobody nobody bites, no one bites, no one bites. All right, gang. So ah, got my coffee. Let me just settle in with you guys. You feel the shifts. I have been doing, I want to remind everyone, new new listeners too, if you would, um, feel a resonance, go to Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube and subscribe, and also Awakenings with Michelle Mache and subscribe. And um, you can tell we're starting to reach a wider audience on YouTube because I've gotten some smart, snarky comments about some of the guests. <laughs> I don't get that on I we don't get that on the audio. We don't get that on Spotify. I don't get that on Apple Podcasts or any of the podcast platforms. Um but I guess I didn't like one of the what they were selling or whatever. But anyway, and that that disclaimer, I I'm not guests come on. They have publicists, publishers, they submit themselves. Mostly people have publishers, public relations firms and you know, if the topic sounds interesting and in alignment, um, they get they get booked. Not by me. I don't do it. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm endorsing. So I just want to make sure everyone knows that. Um, you know, I might, but I usually say pretty neutral and let people decide what they want. Um, let's see. Would it be? Let's see. Oh, Tasha is saying that pick a cards you've chosen have been providing contrast to how strange life is at the moment. Yeah, what I was starting, well, call in, Tasha. Let's see if you can. If you can't, because i got a lot of callers, I'll see what I can um, do here. Um, let's see, 12-1 is your birth date. I am on the Patreon. Those of you that are on Patreon, I am doing a whole numerology deep dive for ya. Um, if you've been watching my pick a card videos the last couple ones, well, the one about the, um, I think it just says soul messages or whatever. It's right after the business one. I'm really going to hone in on that because there's here's the themes, big themes I'm seeing. Um, I'm going to get more into this because these are not the only themes, but individually that people start connecting more to their soul's purpose on their path. So a lot of people moving from just a life path into a soul path, and this will have career work, how you're, what you're doing, how you're doing. Are you using your soul's gifts, whether you work for someone else, yourself, or whatever you're doing, or don't work, or what it, what are you what are you doing? to for your individual path um what you know your own individual expression and so there's going to be a lot with that also monetary changes um which i am seeing some kind of uptick in may 
uh, with that. And then gathering. We're coming in the time of the gathering, the great gathering, where people are coming together more in groups, individually. You're going to feel this need to couple, to connect, to share, to partner. Some of this, yes, is romantic life partner soulmate. Um, some of it is soulmate for creative, you know, creativity, create mate. Um, some of it is sharing. Some of it is you're just going to feel that need. And look around where you're getting the genuine support and support that group or person or team. It's a time for mutual coming together, mutual support. And the next 21 days, which I said in the reading, oh, let me look at what the name of it is. Ooh, 12, 12, auspicious. Okay, so I touch upon it in the... Um, what's coming up in your career and business, spirit-guided messages for your soul, um, your immediate future, and the latest, what's changing and why, spirit-guided messages. So I've really been tuning in with the guides. I'm kind of doing that on Instagram, too. What I'm doing is I'm just tuning in with the guides. I don't even know what I'm going to say or post, and then I'm getting into the a certain group or collective. What do they most need to hear right now? What's coming up? And whether it's guide work or just tuning into spirit or God, the all that is, I'm, I'm feeling the – see, the spiritual hierarchy and the oversouls, they give a lot of information and trends as to, you know, individually and, and within the collective. That's how I knew about the pandemic five years before it happened and everything that happened with that, the mass, the vax, everything. was. I got five visions, four days of visions on that, which I shared with uh, people I work with, um, you know, and, and clients, because I had no context as to when, but everything played out. Um, and then when I tune into the universe or God or source, really God, I talk to God, I kind of open up. God kind of does big picture unless you're a spirit, God, same thing, unless you're asking individual. And I just see that there's, yes, there's a lot of unknown. Maybe you could say darkness in the sense of like storm, storm cloudy energy. But there is this amazing light piercing through where people, the self-responsibility of that Pluto and Aquarius, which is, Pluto moves out of Capricorn into Aquarius on the 20th of January. So the next 21 days are very powerful. In fact, we have Mercury will move into Capricorn. It will retrograde also in Capricorn at the same time Pluto is in Capricorn. This will be the first new year in quite a few years, for sure three, maybe even four or five. I, I, I don't exactly recall, but I, I was noticing the cycle. This will be the first year in quite a few years that we, do, that we do not start the new year with a retrograde starting. We'll be in the shadow. We'll be, I think the uh, Mercury goes direct on the 2nd, January 2nd. Um, so we'll be at the, you know, virtually at the end and in the shadow period. But a lot can happen in the shadow period. And so I feel we're at that critical degrees of uh, Pluto and Capricorn and that's where patterns are ultimately changing. That's where I'm done. You know, it's, it's called the critical degree. And so there's a lot individually in people's lives, but there's also a lot that you're going to see within the world, within nations, within governments. 
within structure and form, with institutions and systems that is going to be at this critical edge of this has to end, this way is over. And it's either going to be seen as over or now the real work become with the individuals because Aquarius is very much about the person. It's about the individual within the group where Capricorn is about a system. It's about the system, is about the, it is about the group. Um, so the indiv- in, in, in Aquarius, you recognize, you know, well, the individuals make up the group. So there's going to be a lot coming up about an individual responsibility and accountability as to how we live, what we're doing, and what and our, our purpose and path and our intentionality, but also understanding how what we do affects the whole and I may do a longer rant on this. I'm going to only touch on it here, and I probably will post it on Instagram and face, or not Facebook. What's the other thing? Oh, YouTube. <laughs> Can I forget YouTube? Because I, I've just really kind of reached a little bit of a max. Not too much that I'm distracted, but seeing all these posts about how people aren't doing anything in this quote unquote spiritual community. Like someone in my feed posted, oh, it's hard to create when you're living under trauma or stress, in other words, in war. And I kind of feel, because a lot of these people, it's just a meme. It's just that it's, it's pushing their belonging button where they want to jump on the bandwagon. And they don't realize that that's an important part of change, but it does not create change. Awareness does not create change. Awareness of, of an issue or a problem does just that. It brings awareness. It keeps putting it in front of people's face. But if you only become aware of something, it does not create the change. You have to get a structure in place to create the change, and that means individual accountability or responsibility. What are you actually doing individually? And it's not about marching. That helps. That's, That's like awareness. But trust me, the people that are doing the laws, the cobble, you know, behind-the-scenes people, whatever you want to call the, 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 the Bilderberg, whatever, cabal, deep state, whatever you want to call it, they know that this is baked in. They're not going to make changes, even if people are marching or doing whatever, because we've marched forever. It's the money. It's where you put your money, your beliefs, where how you buy in individually and with your small collectives. That's what creates the change. So whether it's where you're shopping, what you're doing, you know, voting, that, that can help, uh, I suppose, to some degree. But in a way, no, because we get what we get because of the, the main, the median range consciousness. Um, and we're just not yet at that place to have a conscious uh, president or leader or whatever. We're, we're still very much in that old mire and muck of that old paradigm. We're very much in the wounding of our of our society, of our Earth's passage. Um, but when we stop feeding something and, and we don't get polarized, so polarized and we unify and make different decisions, that's what creates the change. It's actually in the unifying and in the integration process that we create the most change. I mean, you can see it individually. If you have a goal, let's say, oh, I want to lose some weight or pounds, or i got to get to the gym, or I want to read more, the more you beat yourself up about that, the less you're going to do that. 
you have to find what we call in, in hypnotherapy a competing idea. You have to find something that has the same level of emotional charge. In other words, a goal, a dream, a vision, a, a fulfillment, an idea of fulfillment that is bigger than what is, unli- what is not life-enhancing or unhealthy. So there's going to be a lot that's coming up to the surface for people to work through individually and in the collective. And part of that accountability is understanding that what I do matters. How you live your life and what you're doing helping in consciousness many, many, many times helps a lot more, honestly, than people, you know, marching in the streets. Um, but it's all needed. It's part. So if I just feel that once we get to the point where people stop blaming each other and saying your prayers don't help and namaste and, and you're just worried, why is the spiritual community silent on this? And, well, for one thing, people don't understand the complexities a lot of times of what's going on. And... Until you do, you can't really have a um, a firm, you know, firm or helpful, you know, insight or input or action. So again, it's also about knowing where you're at and what's important to you and what is in, of integrity to you. People are going to see that that has a lot of import and does create sustainable, you know, change. Ah, uh, 100% right, Michelle. Thank you, Healer Media. Tasha, you are always neutral. Well, i got to be honest, Tasha, I'm not, but I am. <laughs> because I, here's the deal, I will, I just don't want to put out, I have my opinion and my ideas about things, and unless I feel very strongly, I, I just have an awareness because I do deep dives. I research stuff. So if something has a multi-prong solution or it's not a quick solution, I'm not a meme person. I didn't do that stupid black square that everybody did a while back. I'm not, I'm not downing anybody or shading anybody that did. It just didn't feel right. I'm like, we're, on a soul level, we're coming to social media to speak our truth, our mind, and now you're having us be these, you know, bots, this, this, this you know, sheeple, group herd mentality. And I think, I don't remember what rapper it was. Was it Tiger? No, who was it? Because I actually, is it Little Wayne? Because I did, I did download a song of his, the little with the country guy, uh, Miley Cyrus's. Uh, father, I love that song. <laughs> anyway, I got into his music because he was the only one that he didn't do it either. Now I'm sure there were other people that didn't, and his reason was exactly mine. I I just thought it smelled. I thought this is a corporate thing to control us, and it's by some corporation that has no idea the backstory or what's really going on. And that's what it was. And then there was this whole thing with that BLM, whatever it is, all the buying the houses, all the Connie and con artists. I guess I'm just, it's probably my Scorpio in my chart and in, you know, my moon in the eighth. I don't just jump in. I, I got a little spidey set. I, I, you know, not to say I haven't been conned or fooled in my life. I definitely have. 
But, you know, I don't know. It happens every now and then, but I, I just, when things are too hurty mentality or we're showing our um, opinion, you know, uh, even with the Ukraine, I did post something there because somebody that I followed and they follow me and they've been on the show, I, I would, in solidarity, but I took it down. I go, this isn't my thing. I don't know enough about it. We've become these, like, soundbite snapshots, Snapchat. You know, soundbite, TikTok, meme, and that they, and you people think, well, I'm doing something when I do the meme. Yet their life is unmanageable. For me, I realized a long time ago that I can do better in helping in consciousness, whether it's with adults or children. I'm working on the pattern that's got us here in the first place, because. Until we work on the pattern, which is what we're starting to do now in this great awakening, that's what this is all about, it's not going to change. It's cyclical. It's like being in a bad relationship and you yell, you scream, and, and the person knows that and they just, they just tune out or they leave. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he just screams and yells and I just, whatever, do what I want. Or, he just, you know, she just screams and yells and I just, uh, I just uh, that's how she is. She's up, oh, well, she's upset with me. It's, people don't realize it's playing out the drama of the unhealed mother-father issues, authority issues. And people just go along with it, putting the memes, thinking, oh, I'm doing something because I'm spreading the word. And I'm not saying that doesn't help to a small degree, but the fact that people are putting others down, you're not really doing anything which I'm sure were the same people that were screaming and yelling for people to put masks on and get the jab when no one has that right except for you individually and your healthcare practitioner or your doctor. I'm sure it was those same people screaming and yelling about that, and it's like they're not connected to their soul. What else can I say, gang? People only do that when they're not connected to their soul, their higher self, their inner knowing. Otherwise, you know just to keep your mouth shut <laughs> and do what the best you can and find out, do the research and find out what's the best way to help or support. But people don't want to do that because it's a lot quicker to put a snarky comment, be a trolley, or to post memes. And you look good. It's what we call it virtue signaling, I guess, nowadays. You know, and... Whatever, whatever, they can do it, but they're just, well, all I want to say, those anybody listening that's putting those little memes out, uh, by the way, you're contributing to the problem because you're creating the extreme of the polarity and pointing fingers with something that you know nothing about. Um, I mean, I got to admit, with the jab thing, that whole thing, you know, 2020, I was appalled at certain people that um, got on that bandwagon and were pushing people. Um, but I didn't say anything. And you, you, those of you that listen regularly to this podcast, I had some people come in the chat and go, oh, Michelle's supposed to be so spiritual. She's, I don't know where he got this information, but he's like, oh, she's known to be the, one of the best psychics in the world and known internationally. And she's telling people to get the jab. I wasn't telling people to get the jab. What I was telling people when they called in or wrote in on the chat, I'm not getting it, I'm not doing it, but I wouldn't do that anyway. 
I can't tell you what to do. I don't want to. Now, if I saw psychically an ad, adverse reaction in an individual session, yes, I would say something. But to put out information when it's a general conversation, a general reading, I can't do that. Individually in a session or one-on-one with someone, I can say that. But I had friends that had to get it or clients, you know, associates, and they asked what I thought, and I told them what I thought and what I was doing. But I can't make that call for someone individually. Um, And I think that's the thing people have to sit with is if you're in that narrative of making people do something, you're not connecting to the higher self. You're not in the highest vibration of you, and you're for sure not connected to your soul. You are like a bot connected into not even God or source energies. You are connecting into man-made energies. You're, com- you're connecting into like a computer virus, a computer program, and not what made the program. So my little rant, um, I'll be ranting more on this <laughs> But this is what we're going to see more and more of these extremes of the polarity playing out. And believe me, I speak up, whether in person or online or whatever. I will say, in fact, sometimes I've heard people say it. Oh, Michelle speaks her mind. Or, you know, people call in, they've said that, or I've seen it in the reviews, you know, and that people appreciate that. Yeah, when I feel passionate and fired up about something, but I'm not doing it because a government or somebody told me to do it, a system. I'm connecting to my own inner knowing and my truth of what I feel and what I'm doing. And if I'm doing something or not doing something, I cannot expect someone, you know, to do it. It's not my place and it's not my path. So these kinds of issues are going to come up so much that it's going to be like the polarity plane is going to be like two neon lights beeping. But if you align to your own inner knowing and the resonance, you follow the resonance, you will know where to be and what to do. If you read the signs, you learn how to read the signs. That's what we do a lot on my Patreon uh, community, you know, the advanced metaphysics and all that we do there. You guys should check it out. Okay, let's get to, oh, calling. <laughs> okay. Oh, little Nas. Yeah, little Nas. Thanks, Laura. Little Nas X. Yes. Oh, my God. He is. I really like him. I like his music. Now, I haven't heard everything, but, um, yeah, he's, he, there was a few, and he said the same thing, corporate, da-da-da-da, and I'm like, okay, this dude is in, is in alignment. That's the thing. It's not about who you are or what you're doing. It's are you in alignment? Because you can tell if something is a con or there's fear if you're more and more in your alignment. It's like being, uh, what is that called, love-bombed. You know, and and after the love bombing is the tearing down, and that's part of the polarity. They either love bomb you into doing something, virtue signaling. Oh, I'm so perfect. I'm so amazing. Look what I posted this meme about making change and blah, 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 blah. Or they're tearing you down, major trolling you, you know. And, 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 And that is exactly that victim abuser. If you don't do what I want, I control you through power and humiliation and shame. and um, Yeah, it's a trip, gang. It is a tripola. Okay, I was going to – okay, you're going to call in. I was going to 
look at you. Um, oh, you're listening by phone, T. Okay. Let's see. 12-1 numerology. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, let's get to callers. I digress a lot. Hi, you're on air. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm in- I'm doing great. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. This is man, my first time calling. Uh, oh, very cool. And, and uh, what's your first name? My first name is uh, Brian. Hi, Brian. Welcome. Hi. What's your question? Uh, my question is, um, are you doing psychic readings, correct? Yep. I'm doing it all, depending on what you want. I have a lot of skills, so whatever you, whatever you're wanting. Yes, I want to kind of a psychic reading on my situation okay. in, in regards to my employment. Um, I, I work as an educator in Chicago. I was in, during the school year 2021-2022. I had the privilege of serving the school as assistant principal, uh, but I had an mm. unfortunate experience of encounter, encountering um, retaliation, discrimination on my gender, uh, and working in a hostile working environment. And after I graduated with my doctoral program in May of 2022, uh, I was uh, informed that my position would be cut uh, for budgetary reasons, but I suspected there was other reasons. And so now I'm in the process of fighting to get my job back, not at the school, but at a different school. I was demoted. I'm a school teacher. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm I'm Uh getting there could be something at a different – have you looked at teaching in a different capacity? Yeah, I looked at teaching in right. uh, higher education. Yeah, because I feel like there could be a change into where you teach. And I just heard I a different capacity. Come for Brian, getting a teaching job. Let's see. Okay, it looks good, but it looks like it takes a while. Are Are you just now starting? Maybe it's because well, of holidays or something. No, I mean, yeah, are you a... just now starting? No, are you just starting um, looking? No, I've been. I see you. I've been, been looking since I graduated. I've been looking since I graduated with my with my, um, my PhD, but I haven't had success getting the job. They won't. Yeah. They pretty much won't experience individuals. I'm not experiencing that particular field. Yeah, it shows you getting it, but it does show it taking a while. So I guess you might have to do some other job or di- different teaching, a different way of teaching, or it could be a different location, a different capacity into where you teach. Because um, I feel two positions. I feel one that is, I would say, transitional, where um, it may be at a different um grade level, I just heard different capacity. And then I feel you training, uh, there's something you're going to add to what you're doing. It's not like a doctorate program. There's something that you're going to add to what you're doing, and then I see a longer-term, yeah, job or position coming in. So you will get something. I'm just getting, it, it feels like it's taking longer for some reason. And here's a question I'd like to look into. Um, in regards to my situation, I'm currently fighting to get my position back as assistant principal, but not in the same place I was at before. Um, and I'm going to um, 
I was just going through a process where the state is investigating my termination to determine if I was wrongfully well, terminated. Well, I'm wondering so, if, okay, and Brian, i got to scoot because we have so many callers, but I'm wondering if they know that you're in this suit, if that's making a difference. Who? who, who? Whoever you're interviewing with. Do they know of this suit? I'm not interviewing with anybody right now. You, oh, you haven't. That's oh, you haven't gone on an interview. No. Oh, that's why it's taking long. Oh, okay. Because I'm getting, I don't see any offers coming. I see something coming in. That's why I was trying to ask you. For some reason, it's taking long. Okay. So here's your message. So yes, you will get a job, but it's going to be in, in a different capacity. Because I, I thought you had been interviewing, and I'm looking psychically, and I'm not seeing any calls or emails. Or, or, hey, come back, let's interview, or, yes, we want you. So, yeah, you have to start, yeah. So whenever it is that you're starting, that's probably what, yeah. So it's showing, because I'm getting more like May, June. These are the dates that are coming up. I'm not getting anything right away. So if you haven't even started, then that's, I guess, why. <laughs> All right. All right, Brian, I hope that helped you a bit. Hello? Whoops, I guess we lost Brian. Oh, the caller dropped. Sorry, Brian. Okay, hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle, it's Sunray. <gasps> Sunray, I'm going to hi. be responding to your amazing, love, heartfelt, fun, uplifting uh, comment you left on Awakenings with Michelle Mache on YouTube. Oh, okay. Awesome. You saw that. I was so curious. I tried um, leaving a review on Spotify. Couldn't. Not even on my phone or on the computer. I was only able to leave you the five stars. But I went on the oh, on Apple Podcast and I left yeah. a review there. But I haven't seen it. So that's why okay, I commented because cool. you at least could see that. But I just oh no, I'm glad you commented you know. on there and I. Yeah, and I screenshot a little bit to, and sent to Paulo. I, you know, the part you put about him. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I always get so warm feeling, you know, it just is, it feels good. It's familia, you know, whenever, you know, especially when he's on, but always when um, every Wednesday uh, just calling in feels very good. Um, but, yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, I, so I'm glad that you got that message, and then I have a question for you. Um, so I wrote down there's a new level of self-emerging. I'd ask you at the beginning of this year, you know, around stability, and you had mentioned you're like, uh, you're like summertime, but not really. <laughs> you're like, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah. obviously recently I just moved and found kind of full circle coming back to where I live at when I first moved to Portland. Uh, so I, oh, I'm good. feeling good. a lot of this stability come through, and I'm hearing, like, even my friend reach out to me telling me that you know, she really went into depth about me finding my partner, but that living here is going to provide a lot of that stability and assurance of myself that is powerful, that will kind of emanate outwards. Uh, which is not a part mm-hmm. of my question, but my question is, because I wrote it down, what is spirit showing me? Are you picking up on a 
specific area to focus on that allows for least resistance as this like newer energy is coming through and this major catapult that I'm feeling that is I'm at the press of. Is it a different? Of, I feel is it a sunray? I feel it's in a different area. Does that make sense? Do you know other people yeah, in other areas? Because I feel like you could be moving from that area. But I just I signed a lease um, for this specific apartment until next year, November. Okay. Time, actually, like right okay. around election time. Okay. Well, that's time. fine. I'm not saying so I'm not, right mm-hmm. now. I'm not saying exactly okay. right now, but I do feel there is a, a larger move, a bigger move. I feel like you're going to be in a different area. Oh. And, yeah. And Have you always area? lived where you, because I also get I get I get I get like one place with a lot of greenery and rolling hills and then I get something that is much more um there's water around, maybe a beach. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that you do right now is very transitional. And it's just to oh. um yeah, you're kind of getting to know yourself on that deeper level and, like, subconscious aspects of you, different parts of yourself. It's like there's a lot of emerging coming in for you. Like, it could be different likes, different um, hobbies or things you want to study or what you want to take up. But after that, that after this phase, there is a larger move around you. And there's also going to be a little travel. And I also feel you're going to work differently. Are you doing anything, by the way, with tarot? That's been, like, on pause a lot because it's, like, what I've been experiencing the past, like, year. I've been going through a lot of, like, you know, just my – Because I see you doing something with tarot. I see you doing readings and some classes. I feel you aligning with some kind of spiritual center – or bookstore. I see handcraft items also, and I see um, you could even write something. But I feel you're getting much more into your the uh, metaphysical aspect of you, the studies. Ah, uh, okay. So definitely. So I guess that kind of answers my question of like an yeah, area that I do focus on. Yeah, yeah, I think you're going to do readings, I feel. And I do feel you could even do Reiki or healing, but I definitely feel you're going, and there will be a relationship around you. You are going to meet somebody. You will be in a committed relationship, I'm hearing from spirit. But, yeah, you're going to do, you're going to do um, tarot. You might even design your own deck or something. But, yeah, so things are just, right now they're in transition, but you're, if you did do what you said, you did do tarot before, because I'm getting tarot around you very strongly, like major. Mm. Wow, okay. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm taking a, a Vedic astrology course next year, so I'm curious to know. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, astrology, numeral- astrology, numerology, tarot, all of that. Okay. You could okay, be that some, there's something, something that... you're selling. It could it could be a T-shirt. Something there's something you're selling also, with what you're doing. You're going to become quite entrepreneurial, and then that's when I ah. see the move. So you're only you're oh. only in this place. You're in a time of transition. 
Mm, I like All that. Right, I wrote so down. Like, uh, yeah, that makes sense. All right. You. Love you, Michelle. All right. Lots of love. Big, big, big hug. Bye. Likewise. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hey, Michelle. It's Lars. Hey, Lars. <laughs> Thanks for that little hey, nod. Yay. Okay. <laughs> I got on. Thank you. I'll be quick. I just have a question about my little doggie. She has been itching and biting a lot lately. And usually she's had food allergies in the past. I was just going to say allergy. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, is it food? Is it new groomer? Is it being around Uh, some other dogs a lot recently? Is there powder or something? It's either outdoors something or powder, something that's put on the skin. That's been put on whom? I haven't put anything on her. Nothing at all? What about the soap? Um, We try, well, let's say we have a new groomer for her. And recently I had some other soap that our our, our vet gave us to give her. And I've given that to them to wash her, but she's still itchy. So I don't know if it's the new groomer and what they use in the water or something like that because it's a mobile groomer. And I was a little skeptical of those. It's um, a what groomer? A mobile groomer. Oh, okay. I had a really good mobile groomer. A, yeah, yeah, I had a really yeah, good mobile yeah. groomer. With, yeah, for yeah. Yoshi. I love um, them, but it's it's. I'm just. I had well, a. Well, if you feel skeptical, go with yeah. that because mm-hmm. I feel like it could be something. It, it's definitely going to get better, but there okay. could be. It, yeah. it could even be that there's too much soap put on, because okay. it sh- it shows it shows something on the being put on the skin. I don't feel okay. it's anything eating. Okay. okay. Oh, so it's not, you don't feel it's food. I, I, I know it's think, interesting I, because her old groomer just recently called us. If she, he's back in business. So I thought, it was like, hmm, is that a sign? <laughs> you know, oh, maybe, maybe. Lars. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is very helpful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Big hug. All Bye. right. Big hug. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi there. My name's Megan. This is my first time calling in, and I was wondering Hi. if you could do a reading. Hi. Um, I was wondering if you could help me get some clarity around my a lot of different areas of my life, actually, <laughs> living situation, career, and relationship. And if you want to hone in on, I mean, they're Relationship is the least of my worries right now, more so my living situation at the moment that's in flux. Save for the move. Are you planning a move? Um, y- yes. Yeah, that's what I heard, save for the move. So it does show you definitely moving. There's a lot about finance, um, saving. Okay. You're going to... F- Find a play, a couple places, but then I feel you're going to have to look at financially. Do I want to save a little bit more? But I definitely am seeing a move. Okay. You, could you, that this be year, you've travel? got a lot. I mean, it could be. I um, it'd be up to you. I mean, without me doing a deeper dive, I feel a lot for you. Just to say quickly, in this upcoming cycle, will have a lot to do with. Um, Money, finance, uh, property, so, you know, definitely the move falls into that. 
and also reevaluating what you're doing for business or in your business. So that, I feel, could be some changes there also. As far as okay. relationship, I feel down the road. I almost feel somebody else could come back for a while or there's an existing relationship that you're uncertain of or somebody comes back and then you move on. So you're going to have an interesting momentum, Megan, this, this upcoming uh, year, this next cycle, where you're just – it's like – Something clicks in and you're like laser focused on your um, bigger goals. Your personal okay. values and your bigger goals are really going to take key precedence. So it might see, seem like movement is slow and step by step, but you are lining up for a breakthrough. You're going to have an exponent, what I call the exponential leap, you know, where you skip a bunch of steps because you, you've had the focus and put the work in. Okay. Would it be a bad idea to go extensively travel? <laughs> starting in the beginning of the year? No, no, it's not a bad idea. But that's what I said okay. money, though, see. So you could travel, and then you're like, okay, now i got to save to move. i got to save to do this. She said, okay. I'm saying, whatever. there's something you're going to do that eventually you're going to have to save something up, like, okay, now I want to do this, so i got to okay. save for this, right? Okay, yep. Yeah, yep. happy travel. Okay. <laughs> Keep Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. Um, this is Stacy. How how are you? Happy holidays. Hi. Happy holidays to you, Stacy. Thanks. Um I'm just so well, I um got my job got furloughed so they said they didn't have funds. So they said this at the last, you know, tomorrow, yesterday when we went into work, and I'm just very upset because are they going to open, get the funds and open back up, or do you see when I'll be going physically into an office? You know, I they say I applied for unemployment, but that pays peanuts. You can't pay the bills on that. Yeah. And I'm really yeah. very upset. You know, very, very upset. I was there for almost a year, and my other job closed three years before that. So I filed for unemployment this morning, and You'll I'm get just the really upset. That's tying you. Um, I do see you getting a job. I don't know if it's at the same. Let's see. I'm not sure if it's going to be at the same place because it feels like there's a delay with them either getting money or opening things back up, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. Um, job. It's, it's, you're going to want to, yeah, I, I get more of a new job. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know when that's coming? Well, you got to start looking. <laughs> Just like no, the other caller. I, I, Brian. No. Yeah. No. I, I, it could be, let's see, it could be, um, if Stacy starts looking at, or let's say after the holidays, Stacy's. See, I, here's the thing, Stacy. Just to be honest, I think you're going to look. I think you're going to take something temporary, and I don't know if that's somebody helping you, like whatever they call them for temporary, because I feel what you're looking for, there isn't either a lot of it or you don't like what's out there. There's something, I see some dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. So I see, so... Can I ask what you were doing before? I was doing sales for a company, like sales and commission. So you were making a base in commission. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, like I said, um, this, 
the company wasn't selling. They had a lot of debt. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that's the problem. I don't and think it's going. I don't think it's going to be with it. I think you're going to go with someone else. To be honest, and it might be in, in a different field, but doing what you're doing. Um. Yeah, because I, I the other one seems even if they do ask you back, it seems like it's it seems like it's too late or it's later. You may already have something. Yeah, I mean, it's very upsetting. We're right before the holidays, right before my birthday. I'm just so upset that this could happen. Yeah, right when we got there, you know, and I used to feed the ducks around there, and I missed the ducks, yeah. You know, and then Mm. there's a job nearby, but I was wondering whether to take that one. The problem is it's not like a W-2. It's on a 1099, do you think you know why? Well, that do might that? be the temporary. That might, yes, do that, and then you look for something else. Yes, that might be what I'm seeing because I'm seeing like more temporary or contract work, something like that. Something that's so. If it is, t- just take that, kind of get settled in. You know, you have. I know you you can't live off the unemployment, but that'll help. Take this other position, and then you can more in it, look around without you know the 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 heighten the extra stress of having to to look. You yeah, know, in the 1099, new year. You know, it's not good for the tax. You know, you don't want a 1099. Well, you know. Yeah, you work off a 1099, but then you have expenses. You're able to take expenses when you work off a 1099. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't, let's not jump ahead. Don't overstress yourself because anyway, holiday, t- take whatever is there if you feel a resonance and drawn to that. And it's better to start looking, I would say, after the 20th or 21st of January anyway and probably into, you know, February on. Um, yeah, okay. I'm so sorry yeah. that you're going through this. I, I know, and you know, and you know what? I like the guy at my uh, at the job too. And what happened was when we all left, he asked for another girl's phone number too. So I got upset too. Oh, Here you you like yeah. a guy, and he asked to, since he asked her for a phone number. I didn't want to say goodbye after that because I assumed he liked her. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I got kind I of upset. You. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, Stacey, it's going to be okay, but do what makes you feel more in your comfort zone so you can take a breath, take a deeper breath, have some breathing room after the holidays to then focus on what you want because I do see you in a different job and in a different area. All right, big hug to you. Okay, bye. Okay, thank you. You too. Okay, we got one more caller. Then we got to see if our guest is calling, calling in yet. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Valerie. Hey, Valerie. Hello. Hi. Yeah, Hi. I walked my resume into a uh, position that I'm trying to get, or hopefully will get. So I dropped it off a week before Thanksgiving, and I want to see what you're seeing around that. Okay. Valerie, let me just. I gotta clear. The, I'm getting up with a lot of people. Trans, a lot of transition, a lot of stuff up in the air. Now I don't know if that's because the end of the year. I don't know if it's holidays or all of the above. Valerie, with work, a position, a new position coming in. 
Yes, but I'm also going to stay with you, not immediately also. Hmm. So when, yeah, Valerie, when, when are you supposed to, and you haven't heard back? No, I haven't heard back. But I figured last week everybody probably was on vacation. Yeah. Here's the thing I'm getting in the collective. I do feel you'll hear back. I, I, I am feeling it's not just holidays. I feel like a lot of companies are just wondering, deciding what to do at the end of quarter, like where are they cutting? Right. Is it? Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's a, there's a lot of finance. Now, I do see a spike around May, May, June. Uh, you know, I'm even seeing people getting into homes. I'm, I am seeing more, you know, homes, on, you know, on the market, more of a, moving into a buyers. Um, but I think you're falling into that. Um, I don't feel if I remote view, if I peek into their, through your etheric, into their etheric, into their mind, I don't feel they've looked at it yet. I, I just heard two weeks. I just heard two weeks. Two weeks um, for what? I just, I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. Oh, okay. Two weeks. Let me see. I just heard two weeks. Oh, you'll hear from them. So you will hear from them in December. Okay. It might take two weeks. Yeah. Mhm. And so when I hear from them, are they going to offer the job? I don't it's know because it's showing restrictions. Okay. It's showing, yeah. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they could offer you something that isn't totally what you thought or wanted. There could be a, a change either in the hours or what's required because it is showing a bit of communication back and forth some kind of negotiation, so I don't know if it's a position that you have to do that anyway. Um, I don't feel it's like just filling out a form and then, you, you know, show up on Monday. I, I feel like there's some back and forth with it. Um, as it gets a little closer, if you call back in, I can tune back in and see where it's at. I don't know if you're – are you looking at something else also? Well, this is just – no, I was just looking at that because – it's a per diem, so. Oh, is it um, contract based? Is it like two months or three months? Is it is there a cycle to it? I don't know about that as of yet. They just posted it as a per diem position. It's with a medical group. Okay. And what does that mean? I know per diem from back in my acting days, where I got a certain amount of money per diem per day. Well, so is that what this is? It's uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's it. Oh, it might be this then, because I, there, there's something with the hours changing. I wasn't getting, like psychically, that kind of stuff reads like contract work or temporary, mm-hmm. or you know, there is something of that. So if that if that is it, and it, they may change the days. They may say, well, it was going to be this day or that day, but now it's this or this hours. Can you still do that? So that's why part of the holdup. I feel like they're working out um, the hours or, or what's needed. So, yeah, it, it does. Then if it is that, that is more of what I'm seeing then. But you're going to have to have a, yeah, there's a, you know, conversation around that. All right, right Valerie, keep us posted. Okay. Much peace. I sure will. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Higher on air. Yeah. 
Hi, ma'am. Uh, it's uh, Tina, and uh, I hope you had a wonderful turkey day. I did, Tina. Ooh. Welcome. And what's your question? i got to kind of scoot because now I see our guest is in the chat. Okay. Yes. Um, Author, I'm a book. I, I have a yes, ma'am. I have a I have a dear friend that we're we're pretty much in, in far away distance, and I'd like to know if you see him because uh, it was it's, it's it's a friendship only. Maybe visiting me or contacting yeah. me soon. Thank you. Okay, what's coming for Tina and her friend being in contact? Definitely contact. I don't. I'm not getting strong seeing each other. I get more conversation or texting, um, phone, WhatsApp, and the and it seems like it's going to be sporadic. So I don't feel consistent communication with this person up, upcoming. They're kind of in and out of your life somehow. Um, and there could sometimes be a bit of a distancing due to their work commitments. They've got a lot going on as far as money and work. That's a big focus for them right now. I guess it is in, in the etheric field, in the zeitgeist with everyone. Um, all right, Tina, keep us posted. Call back anytime. Much peace. All right, gang, time for our second half of the program. We have Julia Gordon Bremer in the house. I've got her book in my hand, Tarot Life Lessons, Living Wisdom from the Major Arcana. Hi, Julia. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Hi, to connect with you. Hi. Wonderful. I've got your book right in my hand. Thank Love you. It. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to have you here. I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. Give us a little background because I looked on your Insta, and it seems you're quite, you've written a, quite a few books. Um, uh, this is my fourth all. book that I've published. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. But the other ones, um, not all on terror divination so i kind of want to know not exactly you want to touch on the, yeah no 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 but the sylvia i love sylvia plath by the way um, yeah um so her her that, i'm also a poet and a writer and when ah. i was in graduate school i discovered that sylvia plath had a lot of tarot imagery in her work and i i oh. went up to my professor one day and and i said uh to my professor i said I can't find anything about this. It's so it, it was screamingly obvious to me. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. And he suggested that this become my semester end project. And it really became my life's work. So what I came to understand is not, not only did Sylvia Plath have tarot cards and actively use them, but she was heavily interested in mysticism, as was her husband, Ted Hughes. They practiced, they studied, they they had all kinds of divination sessions. This is widely known among Plath scholars, but uh, nobody quite knew, you know, I think you had to be both a tarot card reader and a Plath scholar to really see it, and, uh, and, and that puts me in a unique position. And so for the last, you know, 15 I or so years. I didn't know that, but, but it makes sense to, to her her eye, her perspective that yeah, she was getting into, absolutely. right? Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, it makes you know her makes her sense. famous poem Dad. Yeah, in, in in her famous poem Daddy, she names it. She says, "And my Tarok pack, and my Tarok pack." You know, <gasps> and, and she has oh, all of these right. Jewish references, and and you know they were studying Kabbalah at the time. I was and, say and Kabbalah, Kabbalah that of I course. Yeah, it's rooted in ancient Jewish mysticism, and so there there are reasons for a lot of her symbols. You know, they have many different layers of meaning. Of course, there's sort of the obvious kind of World War II imagery, but uh, but a lot of this is quite mystical. That and she was she was working the symbols on all levels. So uh, yeah, it's kind of my my lifetime mission to redeem her, to get her beyond her her drama, because of course she mm-hmm. did uh, die by suicide. Um, and, and that's kind of what she's most famous for. You know, um, Gwyneth Paltrow starred as her in a movie in the early 2000s called Sylvia. And, and it was just the drama. It was the, drama. the beautiful yeah. poet. Yeah. And, the, and her did, they philandering did not get husband. Into the, and, yeah. They did not get to into the genius. The, um, yeah. The genius. And, oh, I got goosebumps as you're saying that. <laughs> so that's, and I agree, Healer Medium in the chat is saying, I love the backstory. And I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, but I had to ask, <laughs> when I looked, I thought, ooh, now wait a minute. Let's see where she's, where Julia's coming yeah. from on this. Because, um, well, but it, I it have makes another sense book. now. Yeah, I yeah. have uh, Inner, Inner Traditions which is and, and Destiny Books, which publish Tarot Life Lessons that, that we'll be talking about today. They are going to be publishing in um, May of next year, The Occult Sylvia Plath, which is my, my next oh. book following. So, oh. so I really have two, wow. two for one. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, I got a feeling yeah. about that one. I got a, I got a hit. Oh, I... I <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I could talk yeah. to you about class all day long. So <laughs> yeah, but no, you're well. It's it's great what you're doing. It's great, um, even with your book, um, Tarot Life Lessons. Putting it because that's what it is. I think this whole. I don't know about you, but I definitely see a, a movement starting. Just starting because, mm-hmm. you know, tarot being kind of under under the ground under you know um i uh-huh. remember even in the 90s when i was traveling a lot uh, you know i had a different career but i was still doing you know psychic work and tarot and this and that and people would be frightened till they got to know me literally yeah. <laughs> you put right. the tarot deck right yeah right away you well, know they, they kind of lump it in with the ouija board and and they think exactly. you're conjuring spirits and yeah, yeah. so so i'm I'm sort of demystifying it a lot, you know. That well, I was people say can that's, see. I, yeah. yeah, that's what I was oh. going to say. We need that now because I feel like there was a spike kind of in tarot and astrology that was just very meme-focused, surface, um, mm-hmm. not really getting into the self-study of it, of the archetypal. And now I feel people are wanting more people anyway, are st- in all studies of, of mysticism, metaphysics, the occult, um, which is really understanding not only the world but ourselves, I do see now people really now wanting to study or seeing the correlation of life passages or the, the archetypal mm-hmm. imagery. So it, so, and it sounds like you already kind of, that's your thing. You really love that coming from doing it with yeah. Sylvia Plath. And now you're doing it with this, with the like the living wisdom of the major arcana. I love that. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, I um, this book was originally my diary entries. So it was kind of like, you know, I've been a professional tarot card reader. Well, I, I've been reading cards for over 45 years. Uh, I started when I was 16. I just turned 60. Um, but I, uh, I, I've been a professional. Um, let's see, I started professionally in graduate school, so around 2007. And, um, and one, you know, I, I would have these occasional readings that would just floor me that I never wanted to forget. And so I would write them down. And as I am also a creative writer, as I said, um, you know, I, was, I would record the dialogue and I, would, I wanted to remember which cards I, I chose and how, how these stories came to be revealed. And so I, I wrote these just for myself, um, really not thinking that I would use them in any way. Sometimes they were sort of a creative exercise. And... Um, and then I, I stored them away, and during COVID, my husband suggested that, you know, he, he had actually been saying for a long time, that's the book you need to write, you know, the stories, because I would, I would tell him about some of them. And, uh, and, and so I went back and I pulled up the best ones, and, you know, taking a cue from Sylvia Plath again, one of the things I realized was everything that she had written, including her famous novel, The Bell Jar, um, is in this tarot major arcana kind of order. And, um, and so, um, which I explained this order in, in my first book, Six Stars Governor Life Decoding Sylvia Plath. But, um, but I digress. <laughs> um, so I, I assembled the stories in alignment with a tarot card, with, with you know, in, in the order of the major arcana. And, and it, it, it goes into other cards beyond the major arcana. You'll, if, if you read into the stories, you'll see lots of minor arcana cards as well. But the main theme of the story is matched with a major arcana card. And so uh, I start with the fool card, number zero, which is chapter zero, which is my own story, because everybody always asks me, you know, how did you find the tarot? Um, how did you know you were psychic? How do you become a professional tarot card reader? And so all of that I explain in chapter zero. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we get into my clients in, in chapters one through 21, which goes through the magician through the world card. And, um, and they're, uh, they're all absolutely true stories. All clients here in the St. Louis area where I am based, but uh, if anyone were interested, I, I do read for clients all over the world. So, you know, in this digital age, we can do that, which is pretty great. Um, I can do video and and, um, and phone and, and all of that. But, um, but these are St. Louis stories predominantly, and I have changed, you know, I've made uh, uh, the likenesses, you know, I've, I've given some people anonymity because some of these are, are very personal stories. Um, some of these are very painful stories. Uh, some, some are kind of funny. Uh, you know, I, I have, I, it really expands the gamut. You're going to, you're going to see uh, con artists. You're going to see gold diggers. You're going to see a murder. You're going to see um, manslaughter. You're going to see children dying. I mean, like, there's some heavy stuff here. But it's about kind of universal experiences that we all have, you know, um, we either have been through ourselves or we know somebody 
um, you know, things like physical illness, things like mental illness. And, um, and there is a card to represent all of it. And there is valuable information embedded within that card. And you'll, you'll see how I process it. So uh, you don't have to be a tarot card reader to enjoy a good juicy story. Uh, but if you are a tarot card reader, it would help you to see, okay, this, this is how Julia reads the cards. And this is her takeaway from, you know, the Nine of Swords or, or uh, the Empress or, or something like that. So um, I think we all read a little bit differently because we all have our, our unique gifts. Uh, I talk a lot about my own growth and development. You know, I think it's important to stress that this is not another tarot book saying this card means such and such. Um, these are actual stories, and this is real-life application of the tarot cards. And, you know, when I was first putting my, my query letter together to the publishers, um, you know, they always want you to compare it to other books. I really couldn't find a decent comparison because most every tarot book is saying, you know, this card means this and that card means that, and it stops there. So, um, so I do think this book is kind of unique, and um, and hats off to Destiny Books for for seeing that and recognizing it and and snatching it up. I, I just feel so privileged to to work with such a top notch team. They're really great. Are you there? So you liked your editor? Yeah. You you worked really well with everyone. You liked your editor. Did they feel that you they seamlessness with your voice? Oh, yeah. I mean, they they are um yeah, it, it, Inner Traditions is is the the main publisher and Destiny is a subsidiary um that you'll see Destiny books on on my label and and they've worked with, you know, they've published some really impressive tarot publications like names like Jodorowsky and and um and so uh yeah they they've just been um uh incredible you know just just i've had such my first publishing experience with a university press uh that should not be named but uh it's pretty easy to find mm. if you look up my first book right <laughs> um that was an absolute nightmare and, and you know you you have this idea of a university press kind of taking you know this academic um precision and uh and 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 you know you, you think like there's some graduate student who maybe wants to make a name for him or herself and and uh and, and it's just the opposite it's it's like um you know a new bunch of clueless kids coming in each semester and they don't know what they're doing and before they really oh. learn anything they're gone and the next group comes in and and uh they're yeah, it, it was it was really um, really a fiasco, and and I wrote an essay about it, um, which you can find on Medium called uh, 10 Signs You've Picked a Bad Publisher." <laughs> so oh God! Somebody wants to look me up. I got to give that to they, one they of my, my clients. Has had yeah. a, it's not with that publisher, I, but with another one. Yeah. Tense of the, yeah, of I, I had a, okay. another friend who's who's pretty well published, and she said, "I've heard of all these problems, but not all with the same person with the same book." <laughs> so, oh. You know, it was it was just uh, 
it, I, you know, I guess I attracted it because I had some things to learn. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, but I, I'm certainly in a, in a much sweeter place now. And, and this, uh, this publisher has been wonderful. Can't speak highly enough of, of them. Julia, we have a question. Is do you have a favorite tarot card? Uh, it changes, but for the longest time, it was the strength card. And um, mm. you know, I think I talk in my book about this because when I was getting a divorce from my first husband, and it was a very scary time for me. I was thirty years old. Gosh, half my age now. And I was a single mother and uh, and not getting a lot of financial support and uh, not making much money at all and um, and and dodging the uh, abuse and really violence of a crazy ex-husband and I didn't know if I was going to survive it and um, mm. and I pulled the strength card and I decided I was just going to meditate on that daily and I, I actually slept with it under my pillow and not not to say that I believe that the tarot, you know, can infuse that in me, but but just as a just as a, a placeholder, as something to focus on, as a reminder that I that I was going to tame the beast, you know, that you look at the strength card mm-hmm. and it's this woman taming this lion. And she's doing it not with brutality, but she does it with gentleness and her character. Yeah. And and so that's always been a really important card for me. And, and yes, I did it. Um, I overcame it. I, I was not sure that I could do it. Um, I, I really doubted myself and, and had some extremely low points that uh, I wasn't sh- sure I was going to survive in this world. Um, mm-hmm. And here I am, um, stronger than ever, and, and hopefully able to lift others up from, from those dark places. Um, I put the high priestess on the back of my business card because she, of course, is mm. our intuitive and our psychic, and, and she's the strongest woman in the tarot, so, you know, echoing that strength. And, uh, and she's also the elder, you know, and uh, I just turned 60, and it feels good to kind of embrace that and my wisdom and my intuition. Um, and, you know, I love the Queen of Wands, who is our playful, fun queen. And she has a cat at her feet, and I'm quite the cat person. And um, I always think of her as the more wild, creative. You know, I'm all of that. Um, I, yeah. Uh, you know, Queen of Wands is our is our writer and our our um, our enthusiastic queen and our playful, you know, queen. And so I, I have my I have my different moods, my different sides. Uh, but those are the three. You know, you asked for one. I gave you three. <laughs> but, well, I think uh, it's hard to pick one. Most meaningful I couldn't. I have, uh, yeah, I have a, a few myself. Um, I think it's hard to pick one, and, and, and it depends also what you're going uh, through. Right, right. Um, that, that will um, – and I like the idea, to me, of putting under the pillow or by the side – I do that sometimes side, by the side of my bed – yeah, um, because I think yeah, it aligns you, know, um, you with your intention. It's a it's a great right. ritual and right it kind of harnesses that I, energy somehow. Like I I'm tell my clients, this. yeah, I give my clients homework all the time, and, and and I say, you know, every now and then a card will show up. Like uh, I'm thinking of somebody recently who needed some 
career guidance and was a little a little insecure about his ability to present in front of people and he got the magician and I'm like dude you know you have all the tools on your table to make magic and you present well and the magician was born to be in front of an audience and so my homework for him was to go out online and find his favorite picture of the magician and print it out and put it on his bathroom mirror or his car visor or somewhere he'd see it every day, you know, maybe his refrigerator or something, and and uh, just kind of check in and recognize, that's me, I got this, you know, I, I can make magic. I'm, I have uh, all this talent and, and people want me, you know, and and um it, it just uh it makes a difference to have a, a visual you know it's a it's kind of like what ceremony is about or uh or mm-hmm. altars you know people will sometimes take a special tarot card and put it on a little altar and it's something to to look at and meditate on and maybe put some meaningful stones or something around it and same as an amulet or you know any sort of mm-hmm. meaningful thing to concentrate on well, our 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 mind, conscious and subconscious or unconscious, works on that principle. There's so much we're drawn to, and I think get your take on this. I really feel that tarot can bring that out. You really learn when you really start studying tarot. You you learn how you're always getting these messages and guidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, in a sense that we're we're setting up ourselves from our higher self or inner psyche, however you want to look at it. Um, so yeah, getting that right card, um, who is Jung would say synchronicity, kind of yeah, says, "Look, that's the magic. you're on the right, right? That's the magic, or like strength. Um, you've got this, you know, or you're going to have to apply strength mm-hmm. or some kind of persistent effort." And yeah, it really can be amazing life tool, um, you know, lessons and and guidance, our own guidance. Um, I right. do like too how at the end of the uh, each chapter, it's like you have a little mini. It's like a synopsis or what, like a theme <laughs> or overview of um, yeah, my little tip. <laughs> yeah, the tips and well, what I found too is I'd read through, and then I would get to to that, and then I would kind of do another cursory read and go, oh yeah, that that is being highlighted. Like, of course, with the mm-hmm. high priestess, you have, you know, intuition. Um, right. And have, entrusting right. your intuition. Yeah. yeah, I tried to match the tip also with the major arcana card as, as best I could. And and these are, are, you know, they could be skipped over if, if you were just reading it for the story, if you if you were not interested in tarot. But, but tarot card readers, especially beginning ones, may really want to understand, you know, um, is it okay mm. if I buy my own deck? Or, you know, there's that mm-hmm. sort, there's that uh, superstition, I believe it's superstition, that you have to be gifted a tarot deck, that you can't, oh, yeah. you can't purchase your own or it won't work as well. And, uh, you know, and I just say I think that's a lot of hooey, and especially someone like me who I go through decks. I mean, they wear out, and... If I yeah. waited till people gifted me, <laughs> we'd be in trouble. Yeah. You know? um, oh, and, uh, Julie, I have never I, heard this one. Don't let anybody use it? your deck. Don't oh, let I have heard that. Oh, yeah, you I, know, I, I say all of these things, these are superstitions, and I say if, if you believe it, it's your reality. 
yeah. But yeah. I I believe I can read your cards, Michelle, because I am connected. You know, uh, I, I am a child of God, as we all are. Uh, I, I think that life force is is the God force. You know, so just by being mm-hmm. alive, we're we're connected to the great force. You know, and you you can call it God. You can call it you know, energy, you can call it Gaia, you know, what, whatever. Um, I, I don't tell people how to do God or what to call God. But, but if you can go there, if you can say, okay, um, I'm alive, I'm hooked into this great system, then you are a child of God, you have great power, and you call the shots for what works for you. Mm. So, yeah. you know, I, I, there's a, a great saying, the devil is all in your head, and that's the worst place he can possibly be. And and I love that because it's you, we're deciding, you know, just like some people decide that it's evil. Um, you know, there's all kinds of occult practices that uh, that people are afraid of. Uh, Ouija board's a popular one, and uh, you know, I, I have a, a thing about the Ouija board. Um, I, my joke is that the Ouija board doesn't believe in me. And, and I say that because it does not work for me. And my theory mm-hmm. is that it's because I'm not open to random energies. I'm only yeah, open to is. the source. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so yeah. I'm tuned in. I'm love and light. And that's all that I'm welcoming in. And spirits know that. And they're not going to mess yeah. with me. <laughs> you know? I and, know. That's um, weird with so the Ouija board. For some reason, it does attract lower level astral yeah. energy yeah for some reason uh-huh. i don't know if it's because of the maker i mean a lot could be said about i don't know i don't know but that does seem to be where others True. occult tools or divination um i have not found that um yeah but you know true, getting, but getting back to we call the shot so if you're a child of god which we all are but 99 percent of the people don't own that you know then mm-hmm. then you're protected if you want to believe it and and you can decide um all right i'm gonna buy this tarot deck off of amazon you know how uh mm-hmm. unmystical can you get <laughs> right yeah and uh and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna put my blessings and my energy into it and i'm going to use this as as a tool of divination and help you know my clients grow and self-actualize and knowing that what I'm really doing, it, you know, the cards are a crutch, and it's really just channeling God. And mm-hmm. um, and I love the cards because they're they're a visual, you know. And and, and so th- there are plenty of psychics out there who don't use cards, and they just sit yeah. and tell you stuff. And and that's fine. And could I do that? Maybe. Um, but I'm just partial to the cards and. My clients like to see it, and my clients are kind of reading it along with me. You know, they they look at the pictures and they get it. And sometimes they're applying things, you know, that I don't even know when they're pointing and telling me something. And that comes up in the stories in uh, Tarot Life Lessons a number of times where they see something and they're like, oh, my goodness, you know, that's my son right there. Or um, sometimes I, I, I let people choose which deck to use. I usually bring a, a selection uh, for my in-person readings. And, uh, and sometimes the cards will actually picture either the person I'm reading for 
or their loved ones. And it um, and I do have on my Instagram some examples. Uh, not recently, you'd have to scroll down a bit, but uh, I have a number of clients who show up looking just like the cards in, in that they've picked, and it's oh, pretty fun. That's, <laughs> that's fascinating. That's that's fascinating. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think as as I don't know, it's such a great tool, not just obviously tapping in, reading, but also for ourselves. I think that there's, it, it's just, it's like an out picturing of what's going on, you know, in the right. archetypal world. Right. So much is based on yeah. this, um, the, the meaning of this imagery. It's. Um, mm-hmm. I, I compare it to dream analysis, you know. It's it's very similar that that it it all means something um, unique to you, and mm-hmm. and so sometimes sometimes when I'm reading cards for someone, I'm not even sure what it means uh, because I don't know their yeah. background or or what's going on with them. Right. But they're applying it, and so I'm I'm just I'm just coaching them, you know, and uh, and I'm the channel. Mm-hmm. Opening, just opening, opening to that. Mm-hmm. I love, by the way, I want to go back to what you said, like especially people, uh, I mean, all stages, ages can read this book, you know, stages of, you know, yeah. hero, uh experience. But I do I agree with as far as the beginner, too, to go a little deeper and also to see how, not only how you're reading it, but how you're uh client that person in front of you is interpreting it and how it's reflecting um back on their world um i love the story i think it was in the devil car the couple the latinas the two uh yes uh-huh the gold diggers <laughs> the gold yes with the money uh-huh. and the um yeah, I, I hear you because I know I've had some clients that like oh they they have a private jet and this and that and i'm like wow I get to live vicariously. (laughs) I don't know that I would want it. There's a lot of complications that come with that lifestyle, but it's, yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, Well, they they tend to solve their soul, you know, and uh, and, and I I hope, you know, one of the things when when I write these stories, I hope that I don't come off as judgmental because in every case, I really do kind of love my clients and I, you yeah. know, because I don't think you can read to someone's cards without feeling into them and having that that empathy yeah, and that compassion, and and so you know we when we're feeling that deep into someone's energy and we see where they came from and we see oh my gosh third world country uh, background here and they're gorgeous girls who got out and for them mm-hmm. safety security. Like love didn't matter, truly. Yeah, it's it was about security and having enough food. And it could be and cultural having, too. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, and, and so yeah. So I, I try not to judge. Um, the other thing, you know, about the book that I I hope that I show myself as a real human being. Um, I didn't want to be like the wise guru sitting on the mountaintop mm-hmm. pronouncing, you know, these, these uh, you know, cones of, <laughs> of wisdom. Um, this, is, this is a human being reading the card, and I am coming up with all my own stuff too. 
um, you know, some of these clients aggravated me. Some of these clients got really in my face and challenged me. Some of these clients made me weep. Some of these clients really helped me to process some of my own stuff, um, learning things like boundaries. Uh, you know, there's, I'm, I'm all too human. And yeah, some of these clients made me, made me laugh hard. <laughs> uh, sometimes I would go into a situation where I was sort of judgmental and I came out of the reading, as I said, learning to love them. Um, so it's mm-hmm. all my processing because, as I said, I wrote this for myself initially. Um, my working title of this book was The Tarot Diaries. And um, and they were my diary entries, and and so it was initially for me to understand myself and my clients and these amazing readings that came up with with stories that I never wanted to forget. Mm. Well, you yeah, I think you can feel that in the book, the insertion of yourself in it, that it's it's your unfolding too, it's your process. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's with anything. I don't care if you're a reader, therapist, cashier. If, if we can look at that, you know, and, and kind of see that continuum in, in humanity, uh, to me, for me, it, well, keeps me humble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but right, it also kind right. of is very enriching when it, it can be. It, it just makes life even more enriching and um, mm-hmm. you know, and and fulfilling. Definitely. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Julia, let people know where they can find you and your book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so my website is my name, juliagordonbramer.com, and that's G-O-R-D-O-N, B as in boy, R-A, M as in Mary, E-R. Um, my uh, Instagram is jgordonbramer. Um, there's no hyphens or periods or anything like that in, in my website or my Instagram. Um, Twitter is also J. Gordon Bramer or, or X these days. Uh, and I'm over on Facebook too, um, something close to that. I think you can just put in Julia Gordon Bramer and you'll find okay. me over on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, I see. T- Twitter has two, your name and then also Mystic Fix. Is that in there? Oh, Mystic Fix. So Mystic Fix is my podcast. It is uh, it oh, is on okay. hiatus at the moment, but uh, okay. but yeah, I had um, a, a radio show with News Talk STL. I'm taking a break because with the release of of these two books, uh, this and the Occult Sylvia Class, I am so slammed, and it's just a lot right now. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, so we're on hiatus with Mystic Fix, but uh, but you can still find me over there, and and I would I check it and and answer my my direct messages and all of that as well. Okay, okay. I just wanted to clarify because I had two, two. Um, yeah, yeah. Jay Gordon Bramer is, is me, and and I'm on on X slash Twitter all the time. Uh, round the oh, clock. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. my little addiction. <laughs> okay. You, you like to tweet? Okay. Are they got to figure something out for X. You know, it's it's yeah. Can't say yeah, it's tweet kind of, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Julia. Thanks for being here. Um, really, Thank you, Michelle. Had a nice conversation with you. Yeah, I really love um, 
what you shared with us and giving us a little little tidbits of the backstory, some little gems there, and kind of a, a golden thread through it all. You know, awesome, awesome. Love that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I uh, I have uh, appreciated being here and uh, and lovely chatting with you. You as well. Come back anytime. Take care. All righty. Take care. Bye. Bye. It does sound fascinating, right, Lars, in the chat? Yes, it does. Yeah, the book is um, Tarot Life Lessons, Living Wisdom from the Major Arcana. And um, there are info on her, and the book is in the description of this podcast episode. All right, gang, thanks for – oh, Jay, I didn't see you in the chat. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see everyone. All right, gang, uh, let's see. For me, Soul Insights and Tarot and Awakenings with Michelle Mache on YouTube. Love it if you would subscribe, especially if you're listening to this podcast. I keep saying it, but we're getting closer. We are expanding uh, onto YouTube. We have the replays there, and we've gone back in the archives and uh, uploaded and published some of the archives. But we are go- we have some... Uh, Wonderful plan, so we're in the process of that. And then again, Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube, Awakenings with Michelle Mache on YouTube also. And if you want to connect with me, info at soulplayground.life, Patreon, you can find me under my name on Patreon or Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache. And then Instagram, come connect with me on Instagram as well. And if you do have questions, you can always leave them. Obviously, if you're Patreon, you message me. You can you know, put it in comments. But Instagram, I, I read the comments. YouTube, I read the comments, especially on Soul Insights and Tarot. So if you ever have questions or want, you know, have a question, you can put it there. Or you can always email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. So glad to have everyone here. Um, at this time, co-creating this. Appreciate you all so much. And thank you, thank you, thank you to Sunray and to everyone else uh, that I don't know yet, I'm going through, that have left five stars. I love that. Thank you. And also amazing, positive, life-enhancing appreciation feedback, comments, appreciation comments. I would do this anyway. I do normally do this, but I got to tell you, it does give a little extra, I don't know, pep in the step when you get a, you know, when you get an appreciation, you know, comment or sentiment or um, any of it. Yeah. But most importantly, I just have love having you all here, and those of you that are new, welcome, and those that are have been here for a while, however long that's been. You know you're always welcome and glad you came back. All right, gang, uh, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. I'm getting Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Hey.